Welcome to Lore Club, where a bunch of friends from all over the internet come together to bring lore from our favorite games, fandoms, and more to life. In today's excerpt from the 36 Lessons of Vivek, we've got another cryptic speech from our favorite warrior poet, and another weird story about god love that comes with a blanket content warning. I hope this isn't a pattern. Let's listen. These were the days of Resdania, when Keimer and Dwemer lived under the wise and benevolent rule of the Almsivi and their champion, the Hortter, when the gods of Veloth would retreat unto their own to mold the cosmos and other matters, the Hortter would at times become confused. Vivek would always be there to advise him, and this is the second of the three lessons of ruling kings. The secret syllable of royalty is this. You must learn this elsewhere. The temporal myth is man. The magical cross is an integration of the worth of mortals at the expense of their spirits. Surround it with the triangle and you begin to see the triune house. It becomes divided into four corners, which are ruled by our brethren. The four corners, Baal, Dagon, Malek, Sheog. Rotate the triangle and you pierce the heart of the beginning place, the foul lie the testament of the irrefutable for a span. Above them all is the horizon where only one stands, though no one stands there yet. It is proof of the new. It is the promise of the wise. Unfold the whole and what you have as a star, which is not my domain, but not entirely outside my judgment. The grand design takes flight. It is transformed not only into a star, but a hornet. The center cannot hold. It becomes devoid of lines and points. It becomes devoid of anything, and so becomes a receptacle. This is its usefulness at the end. This is its promise. The sword is the cross, and Ormsivi is the triune house around it. If there is to be an end, I must be removed. The ruling king must know this, and I will test him. I will murder him time and again until he knows this. I am the defender of the last and the last. To remove me is to refill the heart that lay dormant at the center that cannot hold. I am the sword. I am the star. Set the mechanism that allows the transformation of the world. Ours is the duty to keep the compromise from being filled with Black Sea. The Sharmat sleeps at the center. He cannot bear to see it removed, the world of reference. This is the folly of the false dreamer. This is the amnesia of dream, or its power, or its circumvention. This is the weaker magic, and it is barbed in venom. This is why I say the secret to swords is the mercy seat. It is my throne. I am become the voice of Almsivi. The world will know me more than my sister and brother. I am the psychopomp. I am the killer of the weeds of Veloth. Veloth is the center that cannot hold. I am is the plot. Set is the ending. I am the enigma that must be removed. These are why my words are armed to the teeth. The ruling king is to stand against me, and then before me. He is to learn from my punishment. I will mark him to know. He is to come to me as male or female. I am the form he must acquire, because a ruling king that sees in another his equivalent rules nothing. The ending of the words is Almsivi.
Vivek lay with Molag Bal for eighty days and eight, though headless. In that time, the prince placed the warrior poet's feet back and filled them with the blood of Daedra. In this way, Vivek's giant form remained forever harmless to good earth. The pomegranate banquet brought many spirits back from the dead so that the sons and daughters of the Union had much to eat besides fruit. The Duke of Scamps came while the banquet was still underway, and Molag Bal looked upon the seven penance with anger. The King of Rape had become necessary and therefore troubled for the rest of time. His legions and Chautas fell into open war. But the children of Molag Bal and Vivek were too elaborate in power and form. The Duke of Scamps therefore became a lesser thing, as did all his own children. Molag Bal said to them, You are the sons of liars, dogs, and wolf-headed women. They have been useless to summon ever since. The Holy One returned at last. Vek, golden with wisdom, his head found its body had been tenderly used. He mentioned this to Molag Bal, who told him that he should thank the barons of move like this. For I have yet to learn how to refine my rapture. My love is accidentally shaped like a spear. So Vivek, who had a grain of Iam's mercy, set about to teach Molag Bal in the ways of belly magic. They took their spears out and compared them. Vivek bit new words onto the King of Rapes so that it might give more than ruin to the uninitiated. This has since become a forbidden ritual, though people still practice it in secret. Here is why. The Velothi and demons and monsters that were watching all took out their own spears. There was much biting, and the earth became wet. And this was the last laugh of Molag Bal. Watch as the earth shall crack, heavy with so much power, that should have been forever unalike. Then that stretch of badlands that had been the site of the marriage fragmented and threw fire and a race that is no more but that was terrible at the time to behold, came forth. Born of the biters, that is all they did, and they ran amuck across the lands of Veloth, and even to the shores of Red Mountain. But Vivek made of his spear a more terrible thing, from a secret he had bitten off from the King of Rape. And so he sent Molag Bal tumbling into the crack of the biters and swore forever that he would not deem the king beautiful ever again. Vivek wept as he slew all those around him with his terrible new spear. He named it Muatra, which is Milk Taker, and even the Chimeri mystics knew his fury. Anyone struck by Vivek at this time turned barren and withered into bone shapes. The path of bones became a sentence for the stars to read, and the heavens have never known children since. Vivek hunted down the biters one by one and all their progeny, and he killed them all by the means of the nine apertures, and the wise still hide theirs from Watra. The ending of the words is on Sivi.
Hey everyone, thanks for listening. You just heard the 36 Lessons of Vivek, Sermon 13 and 14. Next time we'll be performing Sermon 15, so get subscribed if you aren't already. Our cast this time around included Alexander Alston as narrator and Molek Ball, Charlie Strom as narrator, and myself as Vivek. This episode was edited by me, Joseph R. Strom, for The Fanit. You can find everyone's links, additional credits, and a transcript of today's production in the show notes at thefanit.com slash loreclub. That's T-H-E-F-A-N-E-T dot com slash loreclub. Club.